Good morning once again from Eretz Yisrael. Um, this week's Parsha is Parsha Pimchas, a Parsha that's full of um, beautiful concepts. Um, but I want to focus on something else instead, and that is that this um, week, or this Shabbos, is called the first of the Tlasa de Puranusa. What is that? What are Tlasa de Puranusa? Literally means the three of of destruction or the three of uh, I guess negative occurrences negative happenings um, every Shabbos after we read the section of the Torah the Parsha the Torah and Shul we read a section of half Torah half Torah is part of the Navim somewhere in the Navi and typically throughout the year the half Torah from the Navi carries some similarity to the Parsha of the week um, the uh, origin of Haftarah is at some point in time we were not allowed by a decree to read the Torah in Shul by our enemies and oppressors and therefore the Chachamim instituted that if the Torah can't be read they should read a portion of the Navi that's related to the Parsha. So even though that decree was short-lived and of course we read the Torah in Shul but still the institution of reading the section of the Navi remains and that's why after the Parsha of the Torah we read a section of the Navi every Shabbos. So throughout the year, the section of Navi, as I said, is specific, is typically similar in some vein <coughs> to the Parsha of the week. However, starting this Shabbos until Rosh Hashanah, for 10 weeks, the Navi, the Parsha of Navi that was chosen is not because of its relationship to the Parsha. Rather, it has to do with the time. And that is, we are now, we have begun the three-week period, which is a three-week of mourning the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. And therefore, these three Haftarahs are Haftarahs that are prophecies relating to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. The next, after these three, the following seven, which are um, from after Tisha B'Av, is seven Haftarahs that are devoted to the concept of comfort, prophecies of comfort and promise and redemption um, that come after the destruction. And that's why these ten Haftarahs are called the Tlasa de Puranusa, again, the three negative ones, and then the seven, Shiva de Nechemta, the seven Haftarahs of comfort. So that is this section of ten Haftarahs, again, three of about the prophecies of destruction and Golos, exile, and seven of comfort. Um, so this week is the first, and we start with the Navi begins, with the Haftarah begins with the first Navu of Yirmiyahu Hanavi. Um, the reason we're talking about Yirmiyahu is because when we're talking about prophecies about the destruction, the primary prophet of destruction, the Navi HaChurban, was Yirmiyahu. Yirmiyahu lived in that time. He lived the time leading up to the destruction. He lived through the destruction and afterward. And he is the one who was the prophet of the time, obviously in a, a terribly difficult time for the Jewish people. And many, many of his prophecies, or the majority of his prophecies, relate with the destruction and ad admonishing the Jewish people and trying to get them to do tshuva, etc. In fact, in the name Yirmiyahu itself, we have the name Mar, which is the idea of Mar, which is Merira's bitterness, because he, he was a very bitter, so to speak, type of Navi. That was his mission from Hashem. Versus the Navi Yeshayahu, um, who is considered the Navi of redemption, and his prophecies are primary, primarily about redemption. And in his name, we have the word Yeshua, which is salvation. So, Therefore, this week, which is the beginning of the prophecies of the destruction, we start with the beginning of the book of Yirmiyahu, the prophet of Yirmiyahu, with his very first prophecies. When you look at the first words of, Yirmi of the prophet Yirmiyahu and the first words of the Haftarah today, 
I don't mean literally the first words, but amongst the first words. So we have a very interesting, pro- what he writes something very interesting, and I read, he says, The words of Hashem were to me, so to say. And Hashem tells me, Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you exited the womb, I consecrated you. Novi lagoyim nisaticha, I made you a prophet unto the nations. Vaimar aho Hashem alikim, Yumio says, I said Hashem, hiniloyo daiti dabeir kinara noichi. I don't know how to speak, I'm yet a child. Vaimar Hashem ilayin Hashem says to me, Al taimar nara noichi, don't say you're a child. Kiel kola sherashlochacha telech, wherever I will send you, you shall go. Is kola sheratzavcha te dabeir, whatever I will command you, you will speak. Do not fear them. With you I will be to save you. So says Hashem. So here we have um, one of the great prophets of the Jewish people telling us at the beginning of his nevuah a whole dialogue that he had with Hashem. And Hashem says again, I knew, I, I knew you before you were formed in the belly. I consecrated you before you came out of the womb. And, and the Navi, so to speak, argues and says, I don't know how to speak, I'm a child. And Hashem says, do not fear them, I am with you. Wherever you go, I'll be with you. Wherever you go, I will go, and so on. Why is this specifically in Yahu? We have many prophets and many books of prophecies. Um, and typically, it doesn't start with a dialogue between Hashem and the person, whether he should be a, dial- a, a prophet or not. And Hashem is sort of convincing and conjoling him and telling him that he knows him from the beginning and so on. What's going on here? <clears throat> and the explanation given is a very beautiful one and something very, that's very relevant to each and every one of us. And that is, as I said, Yermio is the prophet who's going to live through and prophesize the time of destruction, the beginning of exile. Um, destruction and exile is all about the concealment of Hashem, right? A, a, t- a state of revelation, a state of uh, redemption is when Hashem is revealed, where there's a holy temple, where there's miracles. Destruction is where Hashem, so to speak, hides His face hides his face from the Jewish people, and allows our enemies to <coughs> overcome us and to be victorious over us and to exile us from our land. It's a time, exile, by definition, is a time of, in Hebrew, hell and the Hester, concealment, where Hashem is totally concealed. A prophet is the very opposite concept. The, prophecy is the, one, the prophet is the one who brings the word of Hashem, the one who's trying to teach us, trying to connect us, trying to bring us the revelation of Hashem. And that's the function of a prophet. So really, Yirmiyahu is born into this ultimately daunting task. He's born and his fate, so to speak, his destiny, is to be the one who's there when God is most concealed, when everything seems to be going wrong, where there doesn't seem to be godliness in the world. The room that gives, the, the uh, situation that gives room for atheists or for agnostics because where is God, Right? Where was God during the, you name it, Holocaust, during the destruction of the temple? So God is concealed. And here we have this person that's given the, mes- the message of you be the messenger of God. You be the one to teach the people about God. You bring the one to tell the people that God does exist, even in this time of concealment. And obviously this task is an impossible one. It's a daunting one. It doesn't make any sense. How, am I the, how do I have the strength, the ability, the power? to bring revelation into a place of concealment. And that's really what's going on here in the beginning of Yirmiyahu. 
when Yirmiyahu is about to begin his book of prophecy, he, he tells us that, yes, he himself felt the um, insurmountable difficulty of the task that he was given by birth. And Hashem tells me, says Yirmiyahu, he says, I knew you before you were in your mother's belly, which means my relationship to you, with you, is way beyond anything going on in this world. There might be, there might be concealment, there might be difficult moments. Never forget that our connection and your relationship with me is before all that. And furthermore, before you came out of the womb, I consecrated you. In other words, as you were coming into this world, as you were coming into this place of concealment, there already I made you holy and I, um, and I gave you the necessary, whatever necessary powers you would, you'll need for your mission in this world. And he goes on, and Yermio says, I know, but in this world, I don't know how to speak. In this world, I'm not able to face the, the, um, the concealment, the pressures, the uh, challenges. And Hashem says, don't worry, in this world too, I shall be with you. I'll be with you at every step of the way. And therefore, wherever you'll go, you'll have my power with you, helping you overcome whatever needs to be done. And if, so if, if we look closely, Hashem really talked about three things. He says, I knew you before you were formed. In other words, we have a relationship way beyond this world. Secondly, he says, before you came out of the womb, I consecrated you. I gave you Kedusha. In other words, as you were coming into this world, I gave you special bracha, special abilities to accomplish. And finally, even when you're functioning, when you're in this world totally, I am going to be with you every step of the way. That's the beginning of this Haftarah. And this idea relates not only to your Miyahu, but to each and every one of the Jewish people. Because all of us, every one of us, in a sense, is a prophet to this world. We know that we're called a Nair, or an Erla, a Nair Lagoyim, we're called a candle for the nations. It's written that Hashem created a world of concealment, of, of darkness, before it's illuminated. And Hashem created Nishamas, and each Nishamas is a candle, Nair Hashem Nishmas Adam, and put a candle into each and every one of us and gave us a mission. And our mission is to illuminate the darkness around us. Our mission is to bring the message of godliness, of selflessness, of holiness, of refinement to a world around us. And many times, like Yirmiyoha Novi, we might feel <coughs> it's a daunting task. After all, it's the world around me is bigger than me, more powerful. The lack of revelation seems to be much greater and stronger than the little bit of revelation that I can bring to the table. And we turn to Hashem and say, Hashem, I can't do this. And Hashem tells each and every one of us the same thing He told Yirmiyoh Hanavi. He says, firstly, Biterem etzarcha babetem, before you came, before you, um, before you were, you were formed at all, a, a Yid, a Jew has a connection to Hashem way before creation. Our Neshama is connected to Hashem way before it came down into our bodies and into this world. And then Hashem, Hashem continues to say that before you came into this world, I gave you special bracha. Every neshama, every person, when they're in the womb of their mother, at that time we learn that the Malach teaches them Torah, they, they study Torah. At that time we talk about certain oaths that the neshama undertakes, which, give, which empower it. So you're an empowered neshama. But the person goes on to say, but still, but, but now in this world... You know, maybe Hashem knew me before I was born. Maybe in my mother's womb I got spiritual energies. But right now, facing the physical world and doing what I have to do and materialism and concealment, I don't have the ability. And Hashem goes on to say, do not say you're afraid of anyone. Wherever you will be, I will be. Hashem goes with each, with each and every one of us, empowering us and giving us the ability to exercise and to express our neshama to the fullest and not only not be affected negatively, 
by, by surrounding challenges and surrounding difficulties, but to the, to the contrary, to be the one who affects our surroundings, it brings the word of Hashem to our surroundings, it brings the behavior of Hashem and the light of Hashem to the world around us, each and every one of us in their own shlichus and their own missions in life, wherever they may be and whatever they may be. And Hashem is with us and gives us that ability so that ultimately we'll be able to transform that state of concealment or this state of exile that we're in to a state of revelation, a state, a state of geula, a state of redemption, may be speedily with the coming of Mashiach, um, Bikar of Mamish. Have a wonderful Shabbos.